1: With the internationals over, it's time for the autumn statement. Which player's stock is rising and whose rugby collateral has been damaged? Where do Wales lie in terms of international relations? Who should fear the cut? And are there any reasons to be cheerful or is it all doom and gloom? Welcome to the Attacking Scrum podcast. Welcome to episode nine of the attacking scrum podcast. This week, it's time for the autumn statement, which is essentially our very loosely political themed pun for uh, for this week's podcast. Essentially, it's going to be a review of of how Wales's autumn has been. And joining me to do that is Dan Killick once again. Dan, hi. Hiya, How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Fresh from the acupuncturist yet again. I feel like I feel like again. This is the kind of stuff that people need to I've got know. Card for you. I've got, got card yeah. That, yeah. You refer. You work on commission, or
0: I always try and get commission whenever mm, I can. Yeah. But um, I haven't got. She's not giving me any at the moment. <laughs> she's giving me a couple of extra needles. That's it. Well,
1: talking of needle, there's been plenty of that in the uh, yeah. in the press this week. And as I say, we're going to be reviewing all of this as part of our autumn statement. This autumn statement, however, isn't courtesy of rat-faced Brexit-wielding Tory doommonger Philip Hammond. It's courtesy of us and we're going to start by having a look at exactly how we uh, exactly how we've got on so I want to start by asking you to name the three things we've established this autumn three things that we've learnt if you like
0: three things we've learnt okay tipperick has to start okay yeah um we very much need to improve our line speed mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah
1: and um then we've got to pick players that are in form. OK, that's one that I've got word for word, is pick form players. Yeah, We mentioned it before the series had even begun. I think we mentioned it even before the squad had been announced about picking players on form, and I just don't think it's come anywhere near that, has it? No, the time has come. We have to play. We have to pick players on form, um, which we haven't done for years. It feels that years way, it? Years. I don't know if you get a certain length through a coach's tenure and it just feels like they only pick their favourites but you get that feeling with the current coaching setup, don't you? Yeah,
0: definitely. I think they've got, you know, they've got they've identified and know what certain players can do and then you they've obviously given them chance after chance and it just isn't fair on those players that are playing, you know, at the top of their game and and missing out. So if we want to have real uh real competition for places, we've got to play the boys that are, that are playing at the top of their game
1: and it'll improve uh, improve the standard. Yeah, I I agree with you on that just think you have to be seen to be rewarding players in yeah. form. And if you do that... And the autumn was the time to do this as well. If yeah. they'd have given Tom James, who we've mentioned a couple of times on the show, they'd have given him another go and he hadn't performed, then OK, probably nothing ventured. He couldn't have gone any worse than Alex Cuthbert went. Arguably George North as well. If you'd have given him a go and it hadn't worked out, then fine. OK, you can kind of draw a line under it. I just think he's been a bit short-changed. And I think he would have performed well as well yeah in, i do in, in in those games i really do um, he's in the form of his life really yeah
0: absolutely he's he's probably he's got that air about him that he's supremely confident. you can see just by the way he's walking and we mentioned it last week that if you're if if you're happy um you you're you're you know a happy happy player makes a good player um,
1: yeah yeah I just yeah I think it's not helping it it seems to be kind of harder to get out of the side than it is to get in it, and yeah. I don't think that's that's ever a healthy situation to be in. So yeah, pick form players is definitely one I would agree with you on. Another one you mentioned there was defensive line speed.
0: Yeah, well, I I don't see why we have to have that every single game we play. And looking back, looking back at the games, we we didn't seem to have it in in, in almost any of the games, bar the bar the Argentina game. Um, we had it there in 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 bits and bobs, but it was so inconsistent throughout this campaign. Yeah. Um, and that's gotta be there week in, week out.
1: And if it's not against quality opposition as the Australian back showed.
0: Yeah. we'll get Carl Poton.
1: Yeah. Whose responsibility is that? Is that down to players being out of form or is that down to is that down to the coaches? I think that's gotta come down to the players really on the pitch.
0: You know, there's no doubt that the the coaches won't be saying, you know, you've got to have a good light, you've got to have a good line speed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Surely. Well no, you would you would have thought that, that that's not a necessity to say that. But it is a coach's responsibility to oversee that during training in the week, which yeah. is a cliche that gets rolled out loads. Oh, the boys are training really well in the week. You know, if that is the case, something's something's yeah. going wrong on match day. But it's very easy,
0: isn't it, to to, to look good against dummies or you know pads in uh, in training. I, you know, anybody can look sharp, can't they? So um, they can. Yeah, that's something that we we should easily be able to sort
1: out. I would have thought. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just got to be. It's got to be sorted. It's not a. It's not a nice to have. It's an absolute necessity for yeah. playing any uh, any game within test yeah, within test you, rugby. You you taught that at you know
0: the younger age group games, aren't you? And there's no. There's, they can easily bring that forward, surely. Yeah, and I think if you
1: do play like that in the Six Nations, yeah. there are sides in there that all. Yeah that will punish you yeah I didn't I didn't mention this in the three as well but I'm going I'm to go out yeah, of yeah. four they
0: also our kicking game just is, is has been awful um, throughout this campaign the, our kick chase is non-existent watch in England as soon as they as soon as they yeah. do a kick up they've got they've got a, a very very strong kick chase on every every single time it just it, we don't seem to have that and we kick the ball away far too often yeah. When is it's it, it, you know in the 22 a couple during a Doing quite a few of these games over the autumn. We've had uh, we've had three on twos, we've had five on threes, and we've kicked it. Is it just because we're in the twenty two we're told we have to punt it? And we kicked it straight back to there. usually you've got a fifteen as a strike runner. Yeah. Um and they've run back and something
1: usually you do, unless you're Wales, you tend to pick you tend to pick half penny over Liam Williams. Yeah, but well yeah. Yeah, you that's... you're asking you're asking for trouble if you kick the ball away too yeah. much. And if your chase isn't there then you you're aimlessly kicking. It's one of those things that it always seems to be the case when Wales are playing badly the kick the kicking game is is kind of at the heart of it. Mm. I think it's another one is you know when the line outs go badly yeah. when Wales are playing badly the two go the two go hand in hand. Yeah. You know they seem to be the most fragile parts of our game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I mean for me the coaches have to instill give some confidence into the players. It seems like we you know we kick the ball away because we're almost afraid of making a mistake. And they need to that's probably I mean, that's come through a lot in this campaign. The Howdy's obviously from the moment we lost against Australia is basically you know sort of gone into himself mm-hmm. and that's come across probably
1: into the players it, um, fit, it felt like it it felt like it did during the Australia game though as well if you're looking at kicking in particular, yeah, that was probably the worst display i mean in in every yeah, yeah. aspect of the game, it was the yeah. worst that we played, yeah, but the kicking again was kind of. Was pretty aimless during that game. Yeah, I just think it's been made worse.
0: It got worse after the. uh we, we didn't have the ball, did we? In the uh, on the Australian game, no, so yeah. it definitely got worse. But um, yeah, I just want to see us run it more. Yeah, when it when it's on, obviously kick when it, when kick when it's right. But we just seem to aimlessly kick it away. It's so frustrating watching. And in order
1: to run it more, you've got to have the right players, the right kind of the yeah, right players. Even with the players there, game. though, I
0: I, yeah. I just think we got to sort that out. There's about six. There's about six points that I think we always need. We always should put into a game, and we're not. We're not. We're not putting those in. Um, that will be aggressively clearing out as well at the. Uh, yeah, what the, the, the hell
1: was that about?
0: Like we're, we're hanging on in there. I mean, I'm on our
1: own ball, on easy ball that they're not yeah. contesting. It's coming out really slow.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, me and you would do would do a better job on some of these clear outs.
1: Yeah, you've got, I, you've actually, got a bit, of, got a bit what, of size. To you, that's but, one of the. That's one of the aspects of the game I'm alright at. As long as the rut was forming around yeah. me. I could just about I just about manage to clear someone out, even uh, even in my state I have not played rugby for the past yeah. 10 years. Well I try and, and people you know it, it, people don't move but um
0: <laughs> yeah that's got to be sorted isn't it aggressively clearing out see if we can get some quick ball off that get the uh, get the line line speed going the kick chase sort that out um and uh will be Will be a lot better just, yeah, for, just for bringing those three, those three basics. All
1: fundamentals, though, aren't they? Yeah, and that's the that's the frustrating thing with it is we just didn't do the basics well. There's something we can address though. So it's
0: it's been a mixed bag this autumn, but it's yeah. not all doom and gloom. for well, me. Well,
1: yeah, I don't know. I actually think it can't be all. I, th- I think no, it's not all doom and gloom, but the three wins out of four statistic is papering over the cracks. 100% it's very I agree with you you can you know if we'd have played if we'd have played Australia Namibia no disrespect to Namibia especially after last week after Andy came in and told us about that scratch Namibia right if we'd have played Australia he's not coming on again he's not coming on again now, is it? <laughs> if we'd played Australia Spain Portugal and Romania right and we'd only won those three and going, oh well we've won three out of four he would be sat here now. and with respect to that Japan side they shouldn't have... That's the Japan development side. They shouldn't have been given a sniff. Argentina were very, very poor throughout the whole autumn. And this is the worst South African side that has ever graced the planet. They're garbage. They're absolutely atrocious. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think that three out of four thing m- it means anything. Because the one, the one game where we were required to play at a higher level, we were found wanting massively. Yeah, we didn't perform in...
0: Uh... In any of the any of the games, really, yet we still, you know, we still managed to win. Um, the, six nations about will, the Six Nations will be a stern test, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Six Nations because oh, it's going to be. Sure, a, I am. Well, it's going to be a fascinating Six Nations because all the te- you know the other teams have uh, yeah have I mean, gone, have gone relatively. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: it's a fascinating Six Nations if you're a neutral, but. Come those games, neither of us are gonna be neutral. Because if Wales lose start losing, I, I find it hard to sit there and go, Oh, aren't you know, aren't England amazing? Haven't Ireland improved? Like yeah. I'm just I'm sorry, but I'm that I'm that bitter a man. Like, I find it hard. Like I mean it'll be the standard of the Six Nations is gonna be miles better than it has been than it has been for a, a number of yeah, years. Yeah, that's what's because it's not a mismatch. That's what's great about it. Yeah. I, I I think we'll raise our game. We have to. It's great if you're being a proper kind of pundit about this, but I'm not, and I can't. I just like I, I'm worried. I'm really worried because I don't know that we've got the game to improve. We've got the, the, we've got the room to improve, but I don't know that first game over in Italy. Yeah, that's that's looking more and more like a banana skin. I mean, to be fair, Tonga did them over at the weekend, but I don't. That's the one time you don't want to play Italy. Actually, is is first half. First yeah, they'll be
0: fresh. They, like no they tend to have their
1: best games at the start of the campaign. Yeah, and. We, as we documented a couple of podcasts ago, and is no great secret, we start campaigns really slowly. We do. We get the selection, right? It'll be well, all right. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing I wanted to ask you about, actually. that game was, you know, was tomorrow, who makes that starting 15 for you?
0: Starting 15 for me would be Gethin, Ken Owens, Slim Francis.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone the same front row. Yeah. I think we, if we're talking about picking players on form then i think you have to pick those three don't you they've gone Geth- well as well gethin's been outstanding unbelievable isn't he yeah he just seems to seems to find you know not second win third fourth fifth you know guys he had a br- he had a brilliant game yeah he, he did he also uses his head a lot doesn't he when he does when he when he turns over the ball yeah. he just
0: looks up he's quite quite slow when he looks up looks left looks right but he did didn't he that turnover it just, it was it in the
1: first half wasn't it yeah. where he turned over in the 22 i yeah. thought oh god if if some of our backs let that calm yeah, I know. with ball in hand, yeah, then maybe we, we wouldn't squander as many opportunities. Mm. See, I mean, he's been he's been superb. Well, you
0: can see, he's, he, quite often, he's, he's very frustrated that the ball's been kicked away. Mm. Just keep it in hand.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I... Uh, I'm screaming at TV,
0: it. for God's sake, keep it in hand.
1: Yeah. Um, or, if you're going to kick, put a good kick in. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, again, he's, he's shown he can do. Yeah, so, yeah. Just leave it to know, him. As he did against Argentina. Yeah, put he's, him at uh, 10. Well, there's... Hey, that could be worse. It could be worse. And you've got Ken Owens at two as well. Yeah, I thought he had, he's he's gone well. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah, he wasn't good against Australia, but very few were. Then I think he's proven you know, Baldwin's good. He's a good scrummaging option. He's a reliable two. But I do think if we're talking about playing a more open game, he is a more three dimensional player than yeah. than Baldwin.
0: Yeah, they'll. I think
1: they'll they'll
0: chop and change in terms of who starts. And yeah. uh, you know, Ken tends to pick up a few injuries mm-hmm. as well, doesn't he, with the, the, the way he plays? So it's nice. It's nice to have those two. Yeah, it's a
1: good uh, good battle between them. And Slim Francis anchoring the anchoring the scrum from Tighthead. Yeah, he's looked pretty solid. Well, he had a very good game against Argentina, didn't he? You know, he kind of yeah was was given that starting spot and duly delivered. Samson hasn't gone well. I think he needs some game time. No, he needs to go yeah, he needs to go back, doesn't he? Get a yeah. few runs under his belt. Oh yeah, I worry about Francis in the long run because he is a you know, he a one dimensional player. He's he's a prop, isn't he? He's not got he's anything a, else to his he's game. He's got a big boy. He's a big boy. And I I his haircut. I think that's what prop should look like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> dodgy <laughs> haircuts. Dodgy haircuts, massive heads. You know you know, Samson Lee's yeah. not a not exactly a trend setter, is he? is. He's not a he's not a fashionable prop. He's he's, uh, quite, I quite like his dress sense. Do you? I don't I know about his dress sense. But yeah, oh no, I like, really, yeah. no, I don't at all. <laughs> kind of, um, yeah. A mate of mine said that uh, it almost looks a bit like Samson's nose is a magnet and it's dragging the other facial features towards it, which is a bit cruel. <laughs> and again, I hope Samson Lee isn't listening because he's a. I dare say he's a damn sight harder than me, but we're getting sidetracked. The uh <laughs> the front row went well as a unit, I think yeah. actually it was one of the one of the better things. So yeah, I I'd, I'd go with that as well. Okay. Alan Wynne Jones and uh charts. Agreed.
0: Even though they were they blew hot and cold a little bit, but they're they're fantastic. So
1: absolutely. That's finally. our best pairing without a doubt. Yeah. So yeah. I would go for that also. Seven Tipperick. Okay. Sorry, I've
0: missed six. like Moriarty at six um, yeah. and Talupe at eight. Yeah,
1: so Moriarty, Tipperick, Falataya. Yeah, exactly the same. I think Moriarty's been outstanding. You can't not pick him somewhere in that in that uh, back row. He's been great. I there has
0: there's there's parts to his game that he needs to improve upon because he carries so well. I think he gets He's away. Look up as much. Yeah, he, he needs to. On occasions, the ball. The ball should be should be spun out. Um, yeah, he takes it in, and because he's so destructive, when he takes it in and button and you know takes out two or three players, he gets away with it, and it looks pretty good. But there was two or three occasions when we could have scored. But that's being sort of super critical, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think he, he's been
1: great. He has been good, and his his tackling, his carrying, yeah, he's he's a he's quite quick for a you know mm. for a back row forward as
0: well. He's explosive out of the blocks, isn't he? I think so. Um, and his his fitness levels are immense. He's
1: he covers every blade of grass, isn't he? As a sign of as a sign of intent, picking him at six as well, because Dan Liddy hasn't gone particularly well. No, nope, unfortunately. Not you feel him. like Lydia's either got to evolve his game or face some time on the sideline. Well, I think that
0: might yeah it might be the uh, might be the end of his. Uh, End of his time now with Wales potentially.
1: He's, he's been an unbelievable servant, isn't he? I may be talking too soon, but I think it's fractionally too soon. There's time for him to go and, and work on his game. But yeah, he's got, to, he's got he, to do that away from the international setup. And he's been told that though, isn't he, for a while? And he yeah. just hasn't. Be, he, he doesn't carry enough. Um, I find the carrying thing most surprising. I can the understand. Is big. Yeah, I can understand how you know you don't necessarily have the ball skills of a Justin Tipperick. But not being able to carry when you're that size you think he would even go just looking for the ball a bit more to try and truck it up over the gain line. Yeah, he could you could cause he should be able to cause
0: some damage with the size of him. He's a big he's a big unit. Yet he goes to ground far too far too easily. Um there was I think it was last season he started to he carried more, I think, than yeah. I've ever seen him carry. But it was you know, you were sort of rewarding him for these carries, but they weren't. It wasn't weren't great. Any great damage. Yeah. You know, you see some of the some of the smaller players, and they're 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 a lot harder to stop. So I don't know whether he can actually um, whether he actually can actually do it. I don't know whether it's well, see, within, whether it's within him. He's got to
1: do it at club rugby first. Yeah, and I worry about him getting in that Ospreys team.
0: Mm.
1: You have to so, look at it and think such
0: a competitive back row.
1: It is, and I think he's gonna he's gonna have to. And make a position in that is his own first or look for a move elsewhere. Yeah. I think it's gonna be hard for him but I wish him wish him all the best. He'd yeah, I do. I mean he's a you know, he's a terrific player. Like I said before, play, he player broke his back playing for the Dragons. Yeah. And you kind of feel like it's a short old career. Yeah. So to have you know he's not mm-hmm. even old he's not an old no. player, is he? You know, he's in the late twenties. Yeah. So I hope, I really hope that there's a that there is another another dimension to his game that he can add because he has been a, a really Loyal servant, and it'd be a shame for it for his career to peter out. But the game seems to have seems to have moved on now, and I think you require a bit of different personnel.
0: And that's what we want. What we, want we want we want this competition, don't we? We want him to go back and yeah, back. exactly. You know, bloody, I've really got to prove it now. Yeah, and then it just brings on everyone else.
1: So, someone else that was then ever present in that back row for a for a long time was Warbs at seven, and you are gone for Tipperick. I've gone for Tipperick, but
0: I would use Warburton in certain games. Okay. Um, I don't think we need to. I think we can mix them up depending on who we're playing against.
1: I would, but I'd mix mix it up at six. So I'd possibly have Warburton and Tipperick in tandem yeah. for a few games. Yeah.
0: You I
1: actually just think Tipperick is the most important player on our side.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he has been playing this well. For a long time, he just hasn't been given the chance. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost been criminal the fact that he hasn't been put in there. And time and time again, Warburton's been put ahead of him. People have been crying out for this for a long, long time. And you see, you know, you see quite a few comments, you know, on social media, and people saying, "Oh, you know, Tipperary's finally had a had a great game." And you're thinking, you know, what game are you watching? Because he's playing week in week yeah. out. He's absolutely sensational. So yeah, if we are going to change the way we're playing. He's got to be
1: involved. If you, if you want to play a more expansive game rugby, you have got to pick the right players yeah. who can do that, and he is a hundred percent one of them.
0: Yeah. Otherwise,
1: let's scrap
0: scrap this talk of playing the way we want to play and go back, go back and, to Warren and, and, and try and grind results. Yeah, certainly. and revert back to it, and we'll probably be relatively successful. But there'll be about three people watching the uh, watching the
1: rugby. Another player I would say fits into that mould is Toby Fallata. Ah, oh, just. I mean, even I I criticised his. His selection in that twenty-three because I don't think, and I still think, you, know, you, you would have won that. We should win that game without having to use Toby, but he showed even, even half-fit. We might not have. Then. I know if he hadn't. That's
0: the. We might not have won it if he hadn't been on there because the couple of combinations that he was him and look our, like look our most potent combination. Yeah, they would have step up, wouldn't they? Yeah, and um, they just read each other beautifully, and they don't play that often together, so. We just got to have those two involved. Because it's
1: instinct, is not it?
0: Yeah, they, they, yeah, they just know where to be.
1: Toby's a big guy and he's tough and he gets through a lot of work. Yeah. But what's an underrated part of his game is his footwork's amazing. Yeah. So he frees up a bit of space. Yeah. And actually, if that space is being, you know, if he's using his quick feet rather than getting out of trouble at the back of a collapsing scrum, which yeah. has been the case for a long time, if he's using it to to set people up and you've got Tibrick on his shoulder, then that that'll only bode well. Yeah, he's the best eight in the, U- in, the in, in in the UK for me. Um, by a country mark I think he's the best 8 in the Northern Hemisphere I think it's only Kieran Reed who would be a better 8
0: yeah I, I he's, he's up there with Kieran Reed for me yeah I think he is he really is. is he does so much and he's playing in a team that isn't isn't the All Blacks that's true so you put him in there my god it'd be absolutely frightening so yeah, Kieran um, Reid went behind a dragon scrum for it, a season exactly yeah <laughs> and I, for, for, with Tipperick as well it's if you watch back and just look at every single thing he does he runs inside, outside. He's holding players up. His strength is incredible. He's got every single, every single
1: facet of his game is, is brilliant. Okay. Let's move on to the, move on to the backs. Who've you got at back?
0: If Webb's all right, I'd have Webb. Yeah. Every day of I week. suppose I
1: did say if it, the game was tomorrow, didn't I? Which, okay, if we were going on that basis, Webb wouldn't be fit, which I've picked him as well, so. Okay, if he's, yeah. Let's work on the basis that Webb isn't, isn't, isn't available because the game's tomorrow, which it isn't, luckily.
0: I thought that, that Gareth Davis sh- struggled a little bit. So I I didn't, be he, I didn't think he was outstanding. Yeah. And Lloyd took a lot of flack. Yeah. Um during the uh the, the Japan game. But for me a lot of it was unfair because we overcommitted mm. the we didn't have any structure at ten, Anskom. Hanscom didn't control the back line for me. So you're picking Lloyd. I would be tempted to go with Lloyd, yeah. Okay. I really would.
1: Which I tell you, I tell you the most informed Welsh 9 is. I know you're gonna say. Go on. Then it begins with a J. Yeah, it does. Jonathan. He's flying. Jonathan Evans looks yeah. the real deal. Well, I mean, FaZe, it's just another one of those players that if you made this list of
0: players <laughs> who played for the dragon,
1: yeah. yeah. it'd be amazing. Well, Why not? He's he's playing
0: brilliantly. Why not? If it was
1: Italy, right, and the game is tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I would do it. I would pick him. Yeah, yeah, why? Put him in there. Fine, he's in. All right.
1: Dreamers. But he's in. He's in the team. Yeah. For me. Ten. I've written down... Oh, you've got to go for one. I've
0: written down Sam Davis, and I've got bigger. I'll go Sam
1: Davis. I'm going Sam Davis. If you... If we're saying you've got to make this move towards a, a more attractive, intelligent game, although I thought bigger had a better game.
0: He had, he had a good game.
1: I think if he varies his uh, if he varies his depth, yeah,
0: um, that could be the difference. Because when he took that ball flat, dinked it over, it was, he, it was, he played it was what was
1: in front of him for. Yeah, rather than a pre-prescribed training move, yeah. he looked up, saw there was space, and went for it. Yeah, but again, the thing was like, I know it was his De got the yellow card off the back of it. But that was only beating him. Like do you know what I mean? He's it almost felt like he did the first bit well, but then didn't well, kind of, didn't could, close should, it off. Do you think he could've he could've he could have got it to his hand? I think he could have, or he could have held on to the ball. Mm. You know what I mean? It looked that pass was never on with the clerk's handout unless he deliberately threw answer. it at it. I don't think he did, but yeah. so I th- I think Sam Davis is a really instinctive rugby player and I'm yeah. dying to see him in the side. Okay, let's uh, let's play through this actually. Wings? Half penny. Okay, I've got half penny on one. Keelan Giles.
0: <whistles> Go for it.
1: Okay, I like it's that. Fun. Okay, I've gone Tom James, actually. Okay. As, uh, I just think he's, I think he's deserved a crack. That's fair, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to watch more of Keelan Giles. Centres?
0: Scott Williams and Jonathan.
1: I don't think there's a... There's not really anyone else to opt for, is there? Unless... Because I think Roberts, right? He's, again, full, He's one of the full guys, I think, for the... 'Cause he epitomises the Warren Ball style of rugby. I think in the right team with the right ten, he could do a job. If Absolutely. you don't if you don't use him solely as a a battering ram, you have him as a decoy every once in a while, you have him running a few different lines. And heaven forbid you actually have him spin the ball once in a while. He, yeah, if we ver- if we vary his game,
0: mm. which he can do, um he definitely, can, he definitely can vary his game. It's just, it's just what he's being told to do. Yeah. Then he then be a great weapon. He is a great weapon. He is, and I so, was very
1: close to picking him. As you can see on my sheet, yeah. I've scribbled it out. And the only reason is I thought that in both the games, his basics, both games he played, his basics, particularly his defence, looked really, really vulnerable. And when you're letting that much space in outside you, it doesn't matter who you play in Italy will score tries. Yeah, he looked like annoyed. That. He looked frustrated, didn't he? And, yeah. And,
0: and I, yeah. That he, he it was just, wasn't the nor- it yeah. wasn't it wasn't uh, the Jamie Roberts that we know. No, and his international career isn't done. No way, by any stretch. He he's got a he's got a vital role, yeah, and we just got to use him correctly. And it may be that we're using him to pump up. You know, it may just be that we're just using him for yeah. that. What about
1: blindside flanker? Could you put him there? Do you mean him and him and Dan Lidiot go on? Just, you know, he, he takes a takes Lidiot to one side and shows him how to, to, to carry like it, but. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I don't think I don't think his career's over by any stretch, and I'd like to see him get a, a shot with a more a, a ten who stands flatter, and and I think Sam Davis would do that. But I just think on form you couldn't pick him at the moment. And then I presume it's Liam at fullback for you, is it? Yeah, Liam at fullback. I do. Hi, Co- Jonathan Davis. Hmm. He he hasn't had a great uh, campaign for me. I no, I've, um, I've been really disappointed actually, and I think Saturday showed his weaknesses alongside his strengths, so that great blistering run, but then didn't, didn't finish it off. That, you know, you've got other, other sides are scoring those, are scoring those tries. Well, when he
0: ran the banana on when the he outside. Ran the, yeah. yeah, I watched it back a few times. It was... If he had straightened up, I still don't... I know a lot of people are saying if he ran the inside shoulder straightened up and it would have gone through. He did, he did do well, but he didn't have an inside option because mm. there's something about we,
1: we, we keep on running into touch. I don't know what's oh, going on. Yeah, there. I can't understand this because it looks so lateral. Again, another thing, when we're playing our worst rugby, it's side to side and it's looked like that all autumn. You could have a five on one and we'd opt for a cross kick or, or take it into contact. Yeah. It's just not looked... They don't look comfortable with yeah, we're loving, We're moves. loving the touch lines at the moment. Yeah, so it's, it's really bizarre. That.
0: Um, but his kicking, his kicking game for me has been poor. He's He's got a great boot on him. Yeah, he make it anyway. We've got old, old ground with a kicking. Yeah, but yeah. He hasn't he hasn't been great, but
1: I back him. He's quality. Okay. So we've kind of figured out what we've what we've learnt throughout the autumn, and looking at the looking ahead, you know, some of the personnel we'd like to see in there. Where do we stand as it current? You know, as it currently is. You know, if you actually, I know the, the world rankings have come out and we've risen to fifth. What does your top ten in the world look like? Ignoring the point system,
0: my yeah top ten would be New Zealand
1: one, New Zealand one for me as well.
0: England two, England two reluctantly. Australia at three. Okay. Okay. Even though the results haven't quite gone. I've anyway. gone Ireland. I think they've okay. stepped up. I
1: think they're the real the real thing.
0: I still think they've got uh, they've got a few weaknesses personally. Okay. Four Ireland. Yeah. Five Wales. Hmm. Six Scotland. Okay. 7 Argentina, Mm -hmm. 8 France, Mm -hmm. 9 South Africa, Mm -hmm. 10 Fiji.
1: Okay, so I went New Zealand, England, Ireland, Australia, then there's a big gap, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then for me it's Argentina, I know they were poor during the autumn, but I've seen enough from that side this year to suggest that they're better than they showed, whereas I haven't seen that from Wales actually. Scotland at six France at seven Wales at eight South Africa nine Wales at eight yeah honestly
0: I think if we played any
1: of those sides if we played Argentina away we'd have lost yeah I don't know maybe I'm being too generous with Argentina in there but I'm worried about Scotland I'm worried about France I think we're going to have to up our game significantly in order to get to get a result against either of those teams
0: I yeah I do feel we can up it though um and we've won playing badly. Granted granted sort of <laughs> only just. But uh we won ugly. We haven't performed. I mean, but we know we, we can definitely sort this out.
1: We've won playing ugly against South Africa who are atrocious, a very weak Japanese side, and then Argentina side, which is alright to be fair, I've put them at five, which may be a bit generous. But they were very underwhelming in the autumn actually. Yeah. I think they just had a real off series. I don't know, maybe the Argentinian version of this podcast in Patagonia are saying the same thing about Wales. Maybe they're saying, Oh yeah, you know, actually Wales just had a bit of an off an off series but it could be. I'm not sure such a thing exists, but I may be wrong.
0: don't right. you think though that we we've won. Mm. Yeah. We all agree we've played badly. Mm-hmm. But we have. There's been some very, very good individual performances. There has.
1: There have been some decent individual. Yeah, there've been some good individual performances. And we've worked
0: out a few little bits of who if if we pick the right players. Yeah. Yeah, but and we sort to out pick, pick the right
1: players. You have to have the right coach, and I don't think we have got the right coach. That's my main concern. Howley. Hopefully, this
0: will allow Howley now
1: to. Uh, to 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 mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but the time to mix it up was in the well, was he, in the autumn, wasn't it? You're not going to mix it up in the Six Nations. He's not going to suddenly go, all oh, right, we've got England at home, and then throw Keelan Jars in. Yeah, well, he, that's the problem. The changes he made were the wrong changes. And well, like, just like Sam Davis had half an hour of rugby all autumn.
0: Yeah, but he's yeah he's going to be he's going to be involved now at
1: least which we couldn't have said we wouldn't have said it's before. so conservative though it's so conservative to go oh I'll give him give him 8 minutes here and 10 minutes there it's like the guy's hands down is. I do playing think the best t- rugby at 10 I do think it's tough for him though because he hasn't he's only got
0: what is he, he's got another five games now and then he's and then he's back in the back in the number 2 seat so he hasn't got that 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 run where he can he can afford to
1: I well, yeah, again, those goals, again they, but again, the, the Welsh Rugby Union shouldn't have given him the job. The number one, no, they shouldn't have. He should. They should have had a, an interim coach, or maybe even just told Gatland that he shouldn't have been allowed to to go on his his, his trip with the Lions. Seems to be yeah, the general. But athlete. I think it has to. You know, like I've, I know I keep talking about four years ago, but exactly the same thing happened. Apart mm. from we lost all those games. Mm. But we played much stronger opposition. Yeah, it's not, f- it's not, it's not fair on, uh, on on us, is it? On Wales, really? It's not fair on people oh, yeah. who are paying sixty quid a ticket, mm. seventy quid a ticket to go yeah, and watch yeah. it in a half-empty stadium with a side that's losing, playing pretty turgid rugby is with a what else? coach that's rudderless.
0: Is it fair on the players?
1: No, I don't think it is. Probably because you
0: know, the players are getting are getting missed out on occasions. You know, is it is it fair on them?
1: No, I think you. I think you're probably for their
0: right. head, their their main guy to go off and 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 be left. And you could say a little bit rudderless. Yeah, no,
1: rudderless would be the word for me. I think we managed to have stumbled across a few results.
0: The the most sensible thing looking at it, from probably if you switch it to a business point of view, would be you bring in someone, you bring in someone else with a new idea and just can hold the change room instantly and comes in and says, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And that probably would have been the fairest as well for Howley.
1: Yeah, I think it would. And if Rob Howley's serious about being a number one, he's got to. He's got to get uh, some experience elsewhere. It's the same with well, the dragon, Argue- is it? <laughs> No. Um you- <laughs> Look, Rob Haley ain't gonna come cheap after ten years with the ten years yeah. with the um with the national setup. The, he ain't gonna I mean he might learn a few things, but I'm not bankrolling him at, at the Dragons, no chance. Again, not that I'm personally. You're involved, the secret but, backer though. <laughs> one's needed as we've established. But yeah, no, I I think he's got to. If he's serious about becoming a, a number one, he's got to go and get that experience mm. elsewhere. Yeah, you can't. It's the same argument that we use with Alex Cuthbert about trying to regain his form in international rugby. It's the same for Rob Haley. You can't try and learn your learn your trade. We'll, we'll, see, I mean, your we'll,
0: s- we'll see how he goes. We'll see with the
1: Six Nations. Yeah, his, we will. His record is, uh, is all right. It will. But anyway, that, that pretty much draws a draws a line under part one and draws a line under. Uh, for me what's well, been quite an underwhelming autumn series. And mm. we'll look ahead in part two as we focus on some Club Rugby, which again kind of takes the uh takes centre stage again. Also, as always, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, uh, you'd be helping us out massively. And generally we'd just love to know what you think. Also, if you've got any opinions, drop us a line at Attacking Scrum on Twitter or Facebook.com forward slash Attacking Scrum. See you in part
0: two.
1: Two
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.